0: I hate to wake up sober in Nebraska Them miles and miles of empty range Check my sense of time So pass me up the cool one night If I turn up the stereo,
1: stereo, stereo Ooh. You went on like a liquored up Twitter rant about yeah, me I was lot, not so. liquored up
2: I, I would like to think you were liquored up I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> Alright, hello and welcome back to the Liquored Up Podcast I'm Eric I'm BK. And I'm Nick. It's always kind of a standoff between you two, uh, not knowing who's going to go next. I thought we yeah, were just going to have some dead to air. Yeah,
1: just like... <laughs> yeah, well, you refuse to just take control and say, all right, this is the order.
2: I don't think it really matters who says hi first. Um, okay, so yes, we're going to get... It doesn't, except for when there's dead space. We're going to get right in there. Well, you could have just jumped in and said, I'm Nick. Um, okay, this doesn't matter. Yeah, but then Brian jumps in. It's, it's, okay. <laughs> now we've got uh we're on limited time because uh, bk's um google meet is going to kick us off after an hour but if so if we can get this all in in under whatever time we have left great Nick nick's shaking his head no, no. way no, no this is, no this, this is going to be like we're, we're, probably gonna, we're probably going to we're probably going to do some uh editing afterwards um so uh, we decided to do a podcast tonight. We at first we weren't going to, and then we were kind of like, well, there's a lot of playoff scenarios that could could happen this weekend, so we got to have some previews of of what what's going on, um, and make sense of it. So that's that's kind of what we're doing tonight. The uh, the playoff spectacular. Playoff spectacular. That's yeah, that's what, there was, that's what uh, we'll name kind
1: it. Of some back and forth. Yeah, well, there's some back and forth about maybe trying to do um, a trade deadline breakdown of what happened, and I don't know. Things nef- never really got got rolling with that one. Yeah. So here we are at the, what'd you say we're going to call it, BK, the playoff?
2: Playoff Specular. spectacular.
1: Spectacular.
2: There you go. Yeah, I always struggle to make a title for each, each episode, so that's that already took away part of my job. Um, okay. All right, there you go. What are you guys drinking tonight? Well, I uh, jumped
1: in. I think you guys have heard of Eagle Park before. It's a—it's one I keep going back to. But this is a double dry hopped IPA called Tony Had Hair in the '90s. It's got a lovely design that I think BK would find.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, Who's lovely. Tony? So is—is is Tony someone I don't know? Specific? But he had
1: hair in the '90s?
2: Okay, I just wasn't sure if it was some yeah. famous person. Is it—is it
0: as good as that logo looks? it's pretty
2: delicious uh but um
1: they don't really go into any of the stories their cans just it's all design no no story
2: interesting art is meant to tell a story exactly that's that's what i'm told (laughs) okay uh what about you bk uh all
0: right well so i'm nursing a cold so naturally i got some tea some uh, mint tea with tons of honey in it but then i also got a turtle hunter ipa from uh big grove little uh it's got little turtles on it um i think it's maybe because one of the brewers like grew up in a place where they hunted turtles or something i don't know it's a hazy double ipa eight percent with like a one two three three different types of hops so pretty good nice.
2: have you been to the turtles
1: uh notoriously hard to hunt i don't know maybe
0: i've <laughs> not been to the one in Des Moines, have you, Eric? <laughs>
2: Uh, no, I have not. My wife went last night, and we tried to go, like, the first night or first week or so, and uh, it was crazy. It was just too much. Yeah, it's even probably madness there. Yeah. Um, and I just have a glass of wine of Juggernaut. Um, so I had a, I, I texted the guys beforehand and was like, sorry, I'm a little delayed because I had some issues with my drink. I was trying to make the ramos gin fizz that uh john uh had in his cocktail video for me last week um which i did make this weekend um and it was fantastic but i wanted to make it again um and the only gin i had left was um the cask finished gin that from the bottle that i won a couple years ago um i had used the aviation from uh was that ryan reynolds whatever it was yeah um for the for the first batch because it was just a plain gin and I only had this cask finished one so I tried that and uh made it and it was horrific um <laughs> it, it was it was like drinking sour milk and I was like oh well my milk must be bad that I put in it because it's got milk and eggs and and tried the milk milk was fine I was like oh well maybe it maybe it curdled and and whatever and I you know kind of check that out and it definitely did not um so just the cask part of it just really ruined the drink <laughs> it was not good at all mm, yeah, yeah um but the first time i made it was good so i was looking forward to that and then i just had to throw in a bottle of wine um so that's my quick little story nice
0: mm-hmm. have you ever had that like was it old tom style gin have either of you guys had that before no something it old tim i don't know it looked interesting i was like looking it up it's like a I thought it was, like, a brand, but it's just, like, a style of making gin. Mm.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, all right. Moving on. So with... You want to take this, PK? I'm yeah, adjusting sorry, my mic. I'm not sure what you're doing there.
0: I'm adjusting my right. mic. We just got to pick six and action, too. So some exciting stuff on the side screen. You got an
1: action in the background right now? Yeah wow
0: um yeah so since this is our playoff spectacular we're going to be talking divisional stuff here in a second um thought it'd be a good time to just like just quickly just take a look at historical bottles one to remember those that were before us and pay homage to them brian i just want
1: to say thank you for linking to the actual website um it's nice to know that somebody out there has uh been on there yeah, looked
0: at yeah, it just it's just me yeah so if, if no one knows this which probably no one does
2: and this is probably news to eric um no i've you know what? I, is... I, I i that <laughs> website i've got bookmarked because i actually can't even link click, click that link that's in the outline for some reason but i'm on the oh, website weird. so yeah nick has like a little website
0: and he just keeps it updated with um Looking it up stats and it's actually kinda of cool.
2: It's updated very well because um, I get so much flack for not knowing anything. I I, I visit every so often just to yeah try yeah, to so keep if up. If I ever
0: have like if I ever have like some sort of call back and an email that I write about like, oh, this was the first time they've done this since like twenty sixteen, it's probably because I looked it up on that yeah, website. There you go. Um bottles won. This is a good reminder, uh that Creed just wins a lot of bottles all the time. He has like one, two, three, four. Four, five, Please, six, ten. seven, eight, nine, 10. He has 10 bottles. Creed has 10 bottles. Um, which has Second kind of place is Eric
1: with seven. So let yes. that sink in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, one that stood out to me as I was looking at this, and the streak's probably going to continue uh, outside of a best of the rest explosion. But Pat has not won a bottle since 2013.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a rough go for almost a decade.
0: Which is unbelievable to think about. So um, I remember him saying, like when he was on the pod earlier, he was like, I'm, "I'm thinking about just going for a bottle," and I was like, "Yeah, like bottles are nice." And it's literally been almost a decade since he's had a bottle yeah. shipped to him. Uh,
1: to put that in perspective, um, we have obviously expanded the league since uh, Pat has won his last bottle, and in that time frame, uh, Peter and Phil have combined to win four bottles since being added to the league.
2: I did not realize Pat was that bad consistently. And I, I mean, that's a long time. Yeah.
1: It's... Well, I honestly, Pat's problem has been that he's been consistently mediocre. So he almost always finds a way to get the five <laughs> or the six seed going into the playoffs and gets annihilated. Hmm. So I think this year he was like, I'm just going to tank hard. I'm going to make sure I get best of the rest. And then at least I have a chance to win a bottle. And I think uh, I mean it's going to be a tall order for sure, but it's probably his best chance in maybe a decade.
0: Uh, let's see. Is there anything else interesting here? Um, I mean, Casey is on a nice little run. Uh, we'll talk about it here in a second. Uh, he is uh, going to be moving up in the bottle rankings for sure this year.
1: So one thing I will say, um, and we'll get to this a little bit later. So uh, if you're looking at the current standings of bottles one, it's not going to look correct. But the only person that has never won a division title is Alex. So I thought that was uh, kind of a cool little stat as well uh, that everybody's won a division here.
0: Yeah, I mean he's uh...
1: in the league, and I and Alex, I don't know what to tell you. I mean he's been in the bottom shelf or what's it called down there the well since the creation of the divisions and just i think they call it the dungeon or something
0: i'm not even sure what they call it down there
1: yeah it's uh let's see let's go to a little the little pod tracking alex lifetime in the well is oh i gotta control add this year uh boy he's three and eight currently Three and nine. My bad. He's three and nine lifetime in the well. Hmm. Did we lose him?
2: We lost BK. He just we we didn't. He didn't cut off. He just disappeared. He left the room. Um. I, uh, so right, I, I guess we move on let's move on because i mean let's let's take a guess real quick he think is going on do you he think... muted so he's he's screaming at his kids
1: yeah, yeah. I, you think so i was gonna say maybe his kids are screaming and he's
2: taking care of that he didn't even tell us what he was doing he just got up and left muted and left it's very strange people here he is oh, he's, here back. He he's back all right it's uh what happened there bk we we were all guessing Oh, I had to get the baby monitor. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah, right. you had to mute for uh, that. Did you guys see me hobbling? What? You you muted for that? We just thought you were like screaming at your kids or something. Oh, no, no, I did not notice you were hobbling. <laughs> just... What? What happened? Oh my god! I don't even want to say. I don't know. You can't start don't it don't and know. then I'm not. Okay. Eight people are going to. Yeah, listen I can't to this
0: say thing. that. No, I, I slipped on the stairs and like. <laughs> I thought I broke my leg. I checked to see if this bone was outside the skin when it happened the other day. Oh, (laughs) God. It hurts so much. (laughs) Uh, So, like, it's pretty bad. So,
2: still not fully recovered yet. (laughs) uh, All right. Well, should we move on after uh, historical bottles one? Mm, You know, one thing, too, though,
0: is um, we were ragging on Pat. John's kind of in that same territory. He's uh, he got one bottle in
1: 2020,
0: and otherwise 2014 was the previous year.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, so man, we're we're getting really we're hitting on some st- stuff that's leading to some stuff we want to talk about later. All
0: right, so maybe just a tease. Yeah, just a tease, just a tease. Um, I did the next bullet point, so I'll just go through this too. Uh, something that we we're talking about is. Uh, I think the player pool's been something that we've talked about a lot this year. Um, I looked it up on ESPN Plus that does the S&P plus as well. And the Mountain West is the ninth out of ten in conferences and rankings this year. So part of the reason why I think everyone's really frustrated with scoring and all that stuff is it turns out the Mountain West is dog shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I I I don't disagree that the Mountain West is not great, but theoretically if players are playing against worse competition, shouldn't they still be doing okay? I don't know. I I think it's just like there's no offense, though, at all. Like, they're just, like, yeah. not scoring points.
2: Yeah. Do you I think saw that...
1: uh, Jake Hayner came back. He's back. He's healthy.
2: Do you think that contributes to, uh, like, everyone wanting to tank or, or to buy or sell so hard this year?
0: Uh, maybe. So I, I guess I put it down in the playoff scenarios, but... Uh, i was looking at it last year and it's interesting you know right every vibe is going to be a little bit different like there's gonna be some you know people just kind of like start talking about a topic but last year every playoff team had seven wins and as we'll get to you could be you could have five wins this year and make the playoffs um and the highest point scored this year is 1300 and that would have been i mean so we'll still have another week but right now that would have been eighth in scoring last year so like Mm. um pretty low um so i think just like the lack of scoring right like if you're at least if you're getting like 130 points like mentally you're like oh i'm doing well even if you're racking up losses but if you're getting like 70 every week yeah um, with like no wide receiver to get excited about or whatever
1: uh the comment on tanking i think this year and i, I maybe i've expressed this already but it felt like everybody was waiting because like through three weeks there was like every you know there's some feelers getting put out there but people weren't you know, ready to give get rid of somebody or give up uh, draft capital. Then after week four, same thing, everybody was still in it, everybody had a win, nobody was undefeated. And then after week five, it was almost like, you know, a couple people lost a close game and one person made the decision that like, okay, I'm, I'm a seller. And it was like everybody that was on the fence Was like okay. Now I have to go now to get my draft picks, otherwise I'm going to get left behind.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it really was like a seven day period where all the trading really happened, and outside of that, um,
2: yeah, I was talking to my other league who never makes any trades ever, and uh, was kind of keeping them updated on like, in one week we've had twelve trades in this in this league and. And some of them are a little jealous. They're like, "Man, I wish we could have some trades in the league." And uh, it's it was nuts for about a week there. And I didn't look at the final numbers of how many trades and how little of time, but I think there are at least twelve in one week.
1: Oh yeah, I mean the the spreadsheet for trades this year, that specifically the ones that involved draft picks, because there was a couple that were player swaps and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, the lot of draft picks switching hands um which i think is part of it is you know trading draft picks you know we all know that the draft can be a shit show right obviously more picks uh you know gives you a better chance of you know hitting the lottery or getting you know decent players early but i mean even if you don't have a great draft you can still get guys on the waiver wire in the first couple of weeks and then fuck you can trade your draft pick for you know the next year after somebody else has found a superstar Mm-hmm. You know, so I think people are trying to look at the optimism or the hope of next year if they're if it, if it doesn't go perfect to start.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think that the draft pick trading has, I don't I don't want to say accelerated because I mean this is what our sixth year, fifth or sixth year being able to trade draft picks.
2: Um, I, I don't I don't know if I I kind of got the sense that people were. Um, wanting to limit the amount of buying and selling, like going all in or tanking um, when it was happening. So I don't know if this is something we talk about in the offseason, but like, what if we limited, you could only pull off one or two trades involving draft picks, you know? um, I don't know if that's something we want to do. I'm not saying I'm for it, but it's just something to think about because it did seem like the league was kind of like Man, everyone just bails really early or goes all in really early. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think this becomes more of an off-season topic that we can talk mm-hmm. in circles mm-hmm. about forever. But I, I think true. it That's comes true. down to the player pool. If, if you think you have something in the waiver wire that you can pick up, you're not going to tank right away. But it, if, if you're looking at the waiver, if you're looking at the waiver wire and you're like, "There's just even nothing here," um, then
1: well, uh, even related to that, Brian is it's it's the player pool again but it's like if you have you know two or three teams that have superstars that are putting up you know a 15 to 20 point running back a 30 point quarterback like how you can't go get that anywhere else yeah yeah you know so if you have you know two or three really good teams and they go out and make a trade now they're elite teams you know yeah yeah
2: all righty it's interesting stuff all right should we move on it. all right. We're looking at um, divisions. Okay, so
1: I think, yeah. Let's talk about the divisions before we get into the whole playoff scenario here first. And should we start at the bottom? Yeah,
0: at the, in the dungeon well.
1: In the dungeon, and I think the reason we start there is that the drama level is pretty low. <laughs> um, as was uh, alluded to earlier, Casey, who has never won a division has locked up the well this year and will be competing in 2023 in the call division so congratulations casey uh brian do you have like bottle announcements at some point
0: uh yeah yeah I've, uh, i definitely have picked out the bottles and know what they are but um did not sign an agreement to give that exclusive exclusivity away tonight but uh okay we, well you we have
1: bottles picked out one of those has casey's name on it so way to go buddy best.
2: yeah I think we got to take like um, the Vegas, the Vegas approach, and and not, not crown him until this the regular season is over. So
1: he has a chance to win two bottles too. So.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so he's been in the well for you know five years or whatever. Do you think he tries to decline? A promotion he's just like this is actually these are my people
1: uh well actually his progression um through the well last place last place second place last year narrowly narrowly avoided a promotion last year but now it's time for the call up but you know he's doing it right you know he acclimated got to know his opponents tested the waters figured out what he needed to do to get out of there and uh he did it
0: that's very true Nice work, Casey. Good job. I'm really proud so is of he
2: the only one that's spent his whole time in that in the well? Uh, no. So Mark, Mark he the other and, well, one? Well, it's
0: more of a lifestyle.
2: Uh, he's going to say it's a
0: lifestyle. Mark I seems we like that.
1: Rename the, <laughs> we should rename the division uh, the Everett division, although that's not as fitting since Casey's going to be leaving. But Alex and Casey have spent all eight years <laughs> combined in uh, the Well. Uh, then there's two other people that have spent their entire divisional career in the same uh, area. That's Eric, who has been in the top shelf since the beginning, but has finished second in the top shelf every year.
2: Yeah, I, I, I really know um, how to maintain and not not move. I just <laughs> shoot for the middle. And so here's the most impressive stat, and I think this you know
1: speaks to what we were talking about earlier about Pat being – you know, mediocre, and that's how he can't get a bottle. He's He's been in the call division, which is the hardest vision, division to stay in because it has a promotion going up and a relegation going down. So half the division churns over every year. This is Pat's fourth year there. Hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, maybe yeah uh, he likes
2: it, and I guess he maintains. Uh, so he oh. maintains.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess we'll, we'll get to it here in a second. Uh, should we go to the top shelf or the uh, well? Or did the uh, we, didn't, we
2: didn't really hit the call, did we? Other than just the pat comment, do we have any more?
0: Well, I think th- I think this is a good a uh, good transition.
1: Yeah, and I'll I'll let you take over BK because you know as a representative of the call division, um. Maybe it's you... What was that supposed to mean? I don't know.
0: Re- represent. I'm still definitely in the top shelf. I am in the yeah, top he's... shelf until... Uh... No, sorry,
1: me as a representative oh, of the call. Okay. It makes just... sense for you to give commentary on it. Oh, so it's yeah. an unbiased the third party. October 31st, 2023.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, so, so the call division um, has just one of the most exciting games of the year this season, uh this weekend. So Nick is in this very weird position where if Nick wins, he wins the division. Is that correct? That I'm, is correct. And but if you lose, you are relegated. Is that also correct?
1: That is also correct. Wow. Oh, wait. Oh. We
2: well, no, cuz
1: Yeah, that is that is correct.
2: Cuz what about Who are you playing?
1: So if so i'm playing pat and if i yeah yeah
2: well well, if i um but but also could john get could who's john if john loses could he get relegated
1: no so john just beat me last weekend which is why if pat wins pat and peter go to two and one and peter would win the division on head to head Mm -hmm. but john just beat me and we would both be one and two so i would get relegated
2: yeah okay so yeah, wow big like, week big week it's, a big, week, it's a big matchup
0: and yeah yeah I, I think what's interesting about this and you know we'll see what if Pat has anything up his sleeves this year because you know he's been so def- defeatist you know he, whatever he said and liquored up this week like I, I haven't been doing the uh, side bets because my season ended a while ago so I just assumed the league was over I mean this is a uh,
1: this is 200 South Lynn Street brawl. Like, I mean, this is Auburn here.
0: knocking Alabama out of the playoffs or something like that uh, level.
1: Yeah, it is. It is the Iron Bowl from a few years back.
0: Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's exciting. I, th- I think what's interesting, I had to ask you, Nick, is, you know, since Pat's been so defeatist, I was like, has Pat given you the trophy already? Because he saw you a few weeks ago. So, in theory, he could have just been like, I don't think I'm going to win this season. I'm just going to give it to you now. Stay mm-hmm. just- save some shipping costs, you know,
1: so, uh, the... we did discuss it. I was at his house, uh, and he was like, do you want to just take this now? And I was like, I'm not, I'm not putting that mojo on me. I'm not going <laughs> to take it from you and then lose, you know, stranger things have happened. Um, but the only positive I have going for me is, um, Pat's not going to listen to this podcast, so I'm not sure he's even aware <laughs> You know, the math magnitude of the matchup <laughs> uh so you know who knows he might not there was like a week or two there where i'm not even sure he set a lineup when we were down in uh oklahoma it was like almost an hour to kick off and pat was like i guess i'm gonna set a lineup to play bk and mm. it, like dropped half his team end up winning yeah,
0: I mean that's like what pisses me off, right? Because we're like, oh uh, we're like there's nothing on the waiver wire. And then here he just picks up like some random guys while he's drunk and he's like, Oh, I won. And like, why, <laughs> why why do I even waste my time with this? <laughs> so gosh, the other wild thing here too is so John could win this weekend, go to nine and two, and lock and up relegated. and lock up the best team in the league. Uh Uh, the number one seed and get relegated, which is just wonderful because again, one season he went three and nine and won the division. So it'd just be great if he did the complete
2: opposite (laughs) too.
1: I I am rooting for that. Uh, I
2: I love that Um, relegation and promotion has so little to do. Oftentimes has so little to do with like how good your team is. (laughs) And it's just like who you won and lost to it's, it's beautiful. It's awesome. What, so one thing I'm noticing, the, I, I, haven't, I haven't compared the, it to the other the other divisions, but the streaks in this division are amazing. Six straight wins for Nick, four straight for John, and four straight losses for uh, – is that Peter? Yeah. They're just Peter's like
0: – they're, they're, so they're, they're a streaky it, bunch. I don't think Fantrax – I don't think Fantrax handles. They the, don't
1: do well with the double buy, the double header. weekend, the double well. week. Yeah, so double
0: oh. it says I have a, I have a two, one streak and that's not true. So oh, I think maybe okay. it has an extra win. Yeah. I was but just the looking at that for Peter Nero.
2: at the chart here. So that's uh, all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
1: but, uh, I, I just like it that, uh, you know, Peter has a, a vested interest in this too, because Peter can be a champion. If Pat wins, Literally the only person that's unaffected is Pat. No, it's not even Pat, because if Pat loses, he's relegated. I mean, everybody in that division is still alive for something to happen to him. So that that's fun.
0: Good times. Uh yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to, And it's best is hopefully we, one of these teams has like a player on Hawaii if they're if Hawaii's playing at home this weekend. Um and we won't know until we wake up to figure out what happened.
1: Mm-hmm. oh speaking of uh i played casey and john last weekend and it was like 11 o'clock 11 30 and my my players i had three guys going in the late mountain west game and i needed like 20 points to beat casey and it's like halfway through the third quarter and i'm like oh man i'm my ass is dragging i was at a disc golf tournament all day so i went to bed i woke up my players scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and I beat Casey by 0. 0.4 points. So <laughs> oh that was pretty fun. That's. Um,
0: that'll come into play for what we're going to talk about here in a second, too, of the playoffs scenarios. There should was we... just a very nice fumble in the action game. Very nice.
2: Should we move to the top shelf? Um, what do you say? I said, should we move to the oh, top yeah. shelf?
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got to keep it going here. Um, so Brian. hold
1: on i don't think you're qualified to talk about this because when i pulled up the pod outline brian said creed already has this wrapped up uh which was news to me as a close follower of who can win bottles uh because eric and creed play each other this weekend Mm -hmm. and if eric wins it's a three-way tie at two and one everybody beat bk right his team he's he's a 2021 champ game participant 2022 who's getting relegated yeah uh but it would be a three-way tie with uh eric creed and phil brooks all beating each other which i believe sends it to the total
2: points scored Mm
1: -hmm. tiebreaker correct which which right now is
2: me but that could change easily but by yeah but by like 100 points what am I up? In? In, in... I'm up. Uh, oh yeah, one thirty. And yeah, I guess that's right. Phil Brooks. Ooh, Phil Brooks doesn't get a thousand.
1: Yeah, Phil Brooks. Uh, yeah, season kind of got away from him there.
0: And I mean, so when it comes to the point scored thing, Eric, if, I mean, if you beat Creed, you're just going to be. It could, it could be could be point five points, but you're still going to be increasing your lead on Creed. So, yeah, that's true. As long as Phil Brooks doesn't score two hundred points or something like that, and you score like thirty,
2: like. uh like I have before. Yeah, you're in pretty good shape though. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're gonna say?
1: Wait, uh does Iowa play Purdue this week?
2: Uh yeah, they do.
1: Okay, dude, Chuck Sizzle's gonna put up yeah. thirty five points. Don't don't worry about it. Put it in the bank.
0: I mean, yeah, what did was it David Bell last year or two years ago when he just like
1: every year. Yeah, just David Bell played three games. Games against us, and put up numbers that make him like a wide receiver two on a team for a season.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm uh, hoping for the last five years.
2: Um. All right. Um, but anyway, we've, we've kind of we covered, covered the, that division. Covered the I divisions. Yeah, I think we got that.
0: So, well, but hold on. Here. So it's EP. So e- EP wins, and he's effectively the winner. Creed yeah. wins, and he's the outright winner. Correct. Cool. all right that's, it's that's a, a winner
1: take all showdown here
0: yeah hopefully mm-hmm. i mean eric could be sweating at phil brooks with his 300
2: points whoever he has. well not only TV that head.
1: but uh they're both five and five so there's a larger playoff all three of us are five and play. five
2: all three oh, teams yeah it's a it's a wow neck and neck in the top shelf
0: yes yeah, so, so, so uh this is where i'll go next is um This is established. We've used this before. Um, But it could... uh... (laughs) Liam just delayed his bedtime and yelled at Katie, I win! (laughs) Um, um, So the reason why I say this is we'll go through it. Um, But the the playoff situation could end up with multiple very angry people uh, this weekend. Um, But this is established. We've used it before. Um. But uh, so the way the playoff tiebreakers go, it's the combined head-to-head record among the tied teams. So let's say there's four tied teams. We would kind of rank them just like we do the divisions, and we figure out you know who's who ranks in those four teams. Uh, who's the best? Now, as we were just going over with the the top shelf division, uh, if every team is like one and one against each other, we then go to points scored, and uh, if somehow two teams are tied with points scored we go then to their head-to-head to to decide um, who wins here
1: so Um, i just want to make sure we get an example of this where we were just talking about the top shelf where eric creed and phil brooks are all tied so let's throw out current points scored but let's go to a hypothetical and say eric creed and phil brooks all finish two and one and eric and creed Are tied at fourteen hundred points. Phil Brooks is eliminated on that criteria, and we now only look at those two people. So whoever won between Eric and Creed, which is this weekend, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So we've used this before, Um, and most interestingly, actually, I think the last time we used this was Phil Brooks winning the top shelf division last year, Um, because uh, was it winning? Yeah, yeah, to decide the bottles. So. They, we're, we're maybe same thing there with Top Shelf. We've done this before. Um, the reason why I say this is uh, there's some wild possibilities for the playoffs this year. Um, do we want to it's, do the wildest one first or like some tame ones? or?
1: Well, yeah. I think, I think it, you it, should start, BK, with saying who's in and who's out. Yeah. like Who yeah. has nothing on the line for playoff gotcha. implications?
2: We basically got six gotcha. teams yeah. fighting for three spots and three in right now.
0: Yes. So we only have three playoff tickets punched. So John, Jamie, and Nick um, have all punched their playoff tickets. Um, Casey, you would think, has punched his playoff ticket because I don't know what he is in power rankings, but I feel like Casey is a really good team. Uh, But he is at six wins, and that is not enough to punch a playoff ticket. Um, And that also means that Peter, Creed, Mark, Eric, and Phil Brooks, along with Casey, are all in the conversation for getting a playoff spot this weekend. Um, so six teams, and there's three spots available. Uh, the the easy thing for that is Eric and Creed play each other, so one of these teams will probably eliminate themselves. But again, there are some wild possibilities. So even a loss does not 100% eliminate you, though it effectively does um, for most purposes um, between Eric and Creed. And uh, so that means that every game this weekend uh, has some sort of meaning, too, because uh, the Nick Pack game, while it doesn't have playoff implications, it has bottle implications and every other game has uh, playoff implications. So um, if this was the NFL, you couldn't script it any better for uh, some really <laughs> good rankings. Well, you know uh, what? Rankings. I think
1: that's got to be a testament to the commissionership here. They have yeah, really yeah. tied this thing together. Well, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh just a lot of uh what's it called when every team's exactly the same? <laughs> parody parody. Parity,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, and so did I already say this? I don't know, but last year seven wins. Uh you had to have seven wins to make the playoffs last year. And this year, five wins could in theory get you in the playoffs. I think it's gonna I think you're gonna Probably need six, six wins though to get yeah. to the playoffs. Um because yeah, so don't want to uh, talk too bad about the the bad teams, but uh, Alex and I not not great. Um, but Alex is the worst team than me, and he will he's going to end the season seated worse than me. Hopefully, I guess I guess I could still end the season worse than him, which would be pretty bad. But um, um I play Mark, and Alex plays Peter, and so you got to assume that Mark and Peter are going to win. You, there's a good chance of that. So then. With Casey's at six wins, that all of a sudden puts the bar at six wins, and then Eric and Creed.
2: Um. Did
0: we just lose Nick? What happened there?
2: Yeah, something just happened. Yeah, we lost Nick. We'll keep going. He'll join us later.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, so we're probably going to have four teams six back, wins uh,
2: fighting first spot. Oh, hey, I'm
1: the back. only one that got kicked off for the hour thing because I was on the call first.
2: Oh, oh I'm so interested. I'm off. I'll be kicked off next interesting okay
1: i was like i didn't click anything which
2: which is unfortunate because i'm recording so when i get kicked off we got to restart a new one do we want to just
1: is it i mean now that it's been interrupted we want to just hit pause and start a new one real quick
2: uh does does it say what our time is at right now you said you'd been on quite a while doesn't, doesn't tell me before
1: i mean like i don't know 10 yeah minutes sure
2: or so sure i'll uh you know what yeah i i need a new drink let's just do you have the thought that you were talking about bk yeah yeah okay let's just start a new one
1: all right cool let's all hang up and then we'll get back in
2: okay cool i'm gonna keep recording and
1: right, who's gonna create
0: the new who's gonna create you. the new link you okay Me. all right let me get my drink and then i will come back and create the all drink right link okay well. all right see you in five minutes
2: all right and we're back with new drinks welcome back. and a yeah, new welcome back.
1: google hangout
2: all right oh, a golden nugget Jeez, uh, got...
1: a s- severely underrated
2: beer
0: you got you got top and Goliath money i i switched to the poor man's push light for my second beer
2: <laughs> i'm i'm back to the same wine i had
0: yeah right well i'm I'm, in, I'm anticipating the economy collapsing so we're, we're trying to save some
1: bucks here well fucking john and his goddamn <laughs> phillies prediction they're
2: never gonna win they were up four nothing the night last yeah. i saw seven nothing now oh yeah, are you somebody serious said they're uh yeah yeah i don't hate that course, i it's... i love seeing the astros lose
0: yeah it's the uh a problem right like the uh I mean, are the Astros still cheating? I don't know. I, I no, don't
2: there's, how they cheated, there's, but they're still good. There's three key guys that were part of the cheaters. Mm-hmm. That are still there. Yeah, I got you. Are they still there? Yeah. Altuve, Bregman, yeah. and Gurriel. Okay. There might be more, but those All are right. three how key ones. Cheap? They were banging they were, on trash cans shit. to tell people what the pitch was, and Altuve had a buzzer on his nipples to tell him if it was a curveball or a fastball, and yeah i mean buzzer and the nipple sounds fun to me so maybe that's just what he's into yeah you
1: know what i hope that's john's next drink the old <laughs> the nipple buzzer <laughs>
0: Alrighty, um back to things that really matter and not, not mlb baseball that's just crooked and fake anyways since the 1919 black Sox, it's been crooked from the start all,
2: all right um, so back to where we were hype. um yeah, Brian's so going through scenarios. It's looking
0: it pretty likely that we're going to have a four way tie or for possibly because so Casey's a wild card. He's playing John, and we've kind of established John's probably one of the better teams. Now, the interesting thing is Casey has more points scored, and I don't know if Nick has kind of like um, done any work to determine if that's like Casey scores like 170, 170, then he's scoring 70. If it's like a, if you can kind of expect Casey to score a certain amount of points, but um, Casey probably has the hardest game of this weekend going up against John, um, and then the Phil Brooks is also they got a tough game. They're going up against Jamie, I believe. So it's possible that they're going
1: to. So to stay Casey, at five wins. Uh, to put this in perspective, uh, Casey is one of only two teams this year that have scored above hundred points every week. Um, his lowest score so far this season is one hundred five. 3. John, on the other hand, uh, you know, kind of puttered through the first half of the season and has a low score of 73.7. Mm. It's
0: not
1: good. Yeah. Casey also has the highest of highs, uh, highest score in the league so far this year also belongs to Casey. So not only does he have the lowest floor, he has the highest ceiling. So,
2: okay. yeah, so so his six I mean, and
1: four I is kind of see.
2: surprising. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's some bad luck. Yeah, uh, and probably...
1: literally, as we talked about, he lost one of those games by less than a point last week, and he scored 125 points. So, like, that's that's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, so
0: I, I could see that game. I, th- I think that's a coin flip, really. I think uh, I, if you want to argue, Casey's the second best team in the league. I'd, I'd let you argue that. Um, so.
2: In case he could, it'd be a shame if he missed the playoffs. That... <laughs>
0: so, so I have been going through some scenarios, and that is possible. And maybe that's the first one that
2: I, I could do.
1: If Casey doesn't make the playoffs, he's got to be the favorite to win best of the rest. Yeah. yeah I mean, oh yeah. I mean, maybe.
2: You, you know, maybe he tanks. Maybe he. he, tanks, maybe, he maybe he throws. He sits his whole bench, <laughs> and then he just gets a bottle by winning the battle best of the rest. He doesn't even have to work for it. <laughs>
1: Do you know who would be super pissed with that? Is Pat.
2: <laughs> so it's a free can, bottle, Casey. Just, just guess. consider it. Just consider benching your whole team. Get a free bottle and the best of the rest. <laughs> Championships are overrated. <laughs>
0: oh
1: man, that'd be so funny. Um, uh, and while you're looking this up, BK um, seeding. Right. Obviously the first week is the battle royale, but after that, the seeding is highest remaining seed against lowest remaining seed in the semis, right? Yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. So you get seated. Seeding obviously doesn't matter for the battle of the Royale, but if uh let's say in the battle royale, if the team that gets that is seeded six, they that they, they go on and the team that's seeded one goes on, then they would play each other in the semifinals. So it still does matter. Um, I I'm I can't find it, but I swear there was a way that Casey could lose this because, or maybe not. Oh, you, you know what? So Casey's in a good position here. In general, um, because so, so there's two negatives. He's got negatives, a whole so game I, lead over must... everyone else. <laughs> what do you say?
2: Because he's got a whole game lead over everyone else. I mean.
0: Oh uh, well, that
2: he's but pretty um, much so got it. Casey locked has. In.
0: So in the the grouping of this five teams, so in Eric, Mark, Peter, Phil Brooks, and Creed, Casey is two and three against um, y'all. So he's not, standing-wise mm-hmm. he's not the best, but his two of his three losses have come against you, Eric, and Creed. So no matter what, he, he's going to lose one of those losses. They're going to drop off. Yeah. Um. So, so that helps him a lot. Um. Now, he's going to be in some trouble if Phil Brooks gets to six wins. But I, I think then that is going to, if, if you just look at the possibilities of of the reality of what will happen, you know, Mark and Peter are going to go on. Um, and so then that kind of helps him because he has the total points scored, which is going to help him in a lot of tiebreakers if it comes to that. Um, so maybe we'll go through one possibility. So we could, we could end up with a four-way tie where Creed beats Eric. I'm sorry, Eric, uh, Phil Brooks wins to get to six wins. Mark wins to get to six wins. Casey gets to uh, loses and then Peter also loses. So Peter is not in the conversation anymore. So the final four teams are Casey, Mark, Phil Brooks and Creed. In that case, um Creed goes on right away cuz he's three now against those teams. Um so he's sitting pretty pretty. And then we have a three-way tie with 1 and 2 where uh, you know each team is kind of one against each other in those three. Um so we go to total points scored. And then uh, Casey would do well, and Mark would do well in that. Um, so that's kind of one possibility. That, does this translate well to phone calls, video calls, podcasting?
2: <laughs> I, I, I think. I think. Yeah. Well, it's it's okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, so <laughs> where it gets weird, though, is uh, you know what? Phil Brooks is in a really tough position here. No matter no matter how it shakes out. Um, because they, um, who are their losses against Phil Brooks? Losses are against oh, yeah. So if Mark, Phil, Peter, oh, and Creed. Yeah, Mark, Peter, and Creed. So if Eric wins, or if Eric loses, then all of a sudden they're in trouble because they've they're kind of underwater there. Because we can assume.
1: So Phil Brooks' ideal scenario is for him to win. Creed it's a day. to win today. Sorry, they, they them are, pronouns. Uh, perfect scenario. Oh no, sorry. They want Eric to win, correct? Because they have a head-to-head win over Eric. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sorry, I'm not. I'm new to this. Uh, you know, pronouns thing. Sorry, Phil Brooks.
0: <laughs> Jeez. That's some respect. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think like overall, though, um, Peter is also sitting really well here because Peter is at 3-2 and two against those teams. Um, so Peter's going to be cheering for Creed because Peter has a win over Creed. Um, he has a win over Phil Brooks and Mark um, in a loss against Casey and Eric. So if Eric loses, then all of a sudden, um, in most tiebreaker scenarios, Peter's going to be looking pretty good because he's going to be having the the wins over everyone. Um, and Casey's looking good because he has... The points scored. So both both those two teams are looking good in that case. So Um, a
1: perfect scenario for Phil Brooks is if Casey and Eric. So if Casey loses and brings him down to that six and five level, Phil Brooks wins to get up to six and five, and Eric wins to get up to six and five. Then he's got a decent shot. He
0: has a shot, Um, but where. What will hurt Phil Brooks is the total points scored is just uh, so low. So if you get into some messy tiebreakers, they're gonna they're gonna end up at the bottom of that. Um, I think the one that we have to go into, and this is the five way tie scenario. It is possible to have a five way tie for fourth place in the league at six wins. So we'd have three spots available, five teams competing for them. Um, so for this to work, Casey has to lose, Peter wins, Eric wins, Mark wins, and Phil Brooks wins. Maybe a little unlikely there um, because well, I, th- this this one is actually pretty likely because I think Eric and Creed are kind of a coin flip this weekend. Um,
1: yeah, think... but uh, Phil Brooks has to beat Jamie, which yeah. might be a tall task. Yeah, it, I mean, it could be. But
0: if, if they get over that, when you put all these teams in the matrix together, they're all two and two against each other. So we have a five-way tie for fourth oh, place. Geez. We have a double five-way tie where every team is two and two against each other because um, apparently Creed is the wedge where he kind of creates some wins and losses.
1: Everyone else is just done 50-50 against each other.
0: And then we go to total points scored. Where
1: Ooh, hate to a... break it to you, BK, but I might have found a fly in your ointment.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. No, uh, never
1: mind.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, th- this was my, my breakthrough, like my Jurassic Park. Like, we found a way to clone the dinosaurs when I discovered this yesterday. Um, so, so, there's probably like a really like Crusade or Nick was saying, uh a 1% chance of this happening. Um, but it can happen. And then we go to total points scored, which I mean, then that's just where things get wild this weekend. You know, like if somebody goes off for 200 points and
2: but at this uh, point, get well, if 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 they were to stay at their current spot, it would be uh, Casey, Peter, and Eric.
0: And and uh, oh,
2: I I missed Casey. Yeah, Casey, Peter, and me. You're Casey,
0: right. You, you three have a pretty good head start over everyone. Where there's about a hundred points, more than hundred points between uh, you
2: and Mark Eric, so. You really well, Even, even Creed, points. Creed would be 130 yeah, points have, back, and Mark's you have to 150. Just, you have to score Twenty points to beat Creed. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Creed. What Creed plays me. Yeah. Jeez, this the whole thing is just a absolute mess, and I love it. <laughs> I hope everyone. Yeah, I hope um, we have a five-way tie. That'll be beautiful. So yeah.
1: if Phil Philbrook's is 48 points, let's call it behind Mark. 196 points behind Eric. So that's I mean that's probably out of the realm of pro- possibilities, but 47 that's doable. He could he could maybe jump Mark.
0: Do you think he, do you think he could get Casey? Uh
1: he's 353 points behind Casey.
0: I mean that's just like 20 dif- defensive sacks, right?
1: Not too bad. Uh he literally has to put up double the best score ever in the history of the league, double it and have you hey, if, score if, like thirty.
2: If we only allowed touchdown passes for kickers, maybe he'd have a shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> Off season
2: discussion. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Maybe uh, maybe there'll be other times to, to discuss that.
0: So every so all the so I've only done like I would say there's probably 20 different scenarios that could happen this weekend. I've only done maybe like five of them. And every single one, Phil Brooks does not make it.
2: Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, those, the sub, sub 1000 points really.
1: Ah, uh, I, I not found one good. for you.
2: You found I one
0: found that Phil found Brooks... one for you. This is like a Sudoku where you look at this and you're this like, is yeah,
1: four way tie where we go to points scored. Um, so this is Casey, Loses, Mark wins, Creed wins, Phil Brooks wins. Oh, you know what, Mother Effer? Total
0: points Why
1: did you put Creed on the bottom with all his wins? I was assuming this was from the top down. Yeah, Phil Brooks is uh pretty screwed.
0: Let's figure this out live. So Phil
2: Brooks has wins against Aaron and Casey.
1: This is good shit, Eric. I know. It's just hard.
2: You got to have something in front of you to follow. If someone's just listening to this audio, they're lost. But keep going. Keep going, BK. I want to hear this.
1: Phil Brooks needs to go up against Casey and Eric. Yep. Right? So that's a Casey loss and Eric win, which would effectively eliminate Creed. So he needs Mark to lose. Boom! Phil Brooks is in the playoffs.
2: So he's got yeah, like one so, yeah. path in twenty.
1: So he is like he is the biggest fan of, of BK. No, of BK. He needs because he needs Mark to lose. But he needs me to win. Well, I mean, he's he's a fan of a lot of people, but the biggest upset would be BK beating anybody. <laughs>
0: yeah, <Hey, hey, hey. laughs> hey, I, I won. I won five hundred last weekend.
1: so yeah he's a big fan of eric and he's a big fan of bk so hey he's a fan of the pod oh man
0: i i did not game this one out so we we need to game out so a five win team could make the playoffs so it's going to be casey at um casey if a five win team would make it casey would be in it and we'll just say A fan of the pod we will just say Eric is here with six and all of a sudden and everyone else loses, which would be, you know, again, kind of hard to happen. But just game this out.
1: So I say you just say Casey wins against Alex, right? Boom. He's at seven wins. He's in. Mm. Then you say, oh, no, Peter plays Alex because it's the end. So who's Casey play?
0: It doesn't even really matter to look at a five win team. It doesn't matter with Casey because he would just consider him. Okay.
1: So he, they don't matter.
0: So yeah, we could then do a four way tie between Peter Creed, Mark and Phil Brooks for one spot. um, With five wins. If
1: uh, Eric. Right. Because the winner of Eric Creed would get in automatically. Yep take Casey out of here one second god this is this is just this is this is fun to follow
0: yes people pay for
1: this (laughs) all right one second here so in this scenario Casey and the winner of Creed or Eric are in which means the loser of Creed and Eric Mark and Phil Brooks and Peter if those four people end up at five wins
0: oh yeah it'd be peter
1: peter would go in
0: Yep, because he peter has a win against uh mark phil brooks and uh creed
1: right but if it's not creed if it's eric oh. it'd be a two-in-one thing
0: yeah, yeah let, me, let, me, let, me, let me one second just <laughs> I'll, I'll just kind of i'll it's just kind of
2: mumble because there's dead air once i once i just i'm just uh i'll describe my glass of wine it's got some uh hints of
1: yeah what's the viscosity on that
2: um i mean it's sticking to my glass i don't know is it a seven <laughs> you can't really see through it it's pretty dark hints of carpets and bird feathers
1: what uh what is this you said it was like a goliath but what's the
2: uh no it's called a juggernaut
1: oh juggernaut there
2: we go yeah i believe you know it's a it's a cab i believe it's from um the Camus family um whose son has a winery and this is his i believe i don't know i don't know anything about wine i just know what i like bk's st- uh, you really I, I can't me i can't i can't stall any longer bk i'm just talking about this wine Hmm. this should have been something we figured out beforehand but there were so many scenarios guys um so i'm curious i'm curious while we're talking How many, Nick, how many um, cocktails of John's have you made throughout the year?
1: Uh, I had materials to make zero on hand. So one time I did a shot of uh, whiskey or something because like whiskey was a a base in like one of the cocktails. Right. So I I grabbed all the materials I had for that drink and I did a shot of whiskey.
2: You, You didn't make any of them
1: i uh did not i'm a beer guy at heart and it's i love the uh effort that john has put into this uh and i hope it continues and honestly next year i would challenge uh john to put together a kit uh like maybe Mm. a purchasing list at the beginning of the year that says listen i got 10 drinks lined up if you buy these five things right you can you can make all of them yeah for the whole season, yeah, or so you know it, I mean?
2: it gets difficult when there's some obscure ones. I don't have quite the uh, liquor cabinet that John has. Um, I think I made three of them, um, and all of them I had to go to specifically the store to buy new things. Um, I bought a lot of shooters. Which is so
1: funny to me, like watching his videos when he's like, you know, I tried to pick, you know, stuff that's not hard to find. And I'm yeah like oh, the uh. the um
2: the orange blossom water was something i'd never heard of uh before so uh, um <laughs> we've got some orange blossom water um yeah i mean his his uh his cabinet is impressive and mine is not and so even the most basic things like gin plain gin i had to go buy shooters um so <laughs> I pretty much only stock Gosh. scotch in my liquor cabinet i don't i'm, I'm with you i'm either you like, i'm either you, beer or wine or and yeah, maybe a scotch dumb. i'm not an alcoholic I'm,
0: I'm just doing one drink and they're like sure sir sure, sure. <laughs> i'm
1: yeah. uh i do beer most of the time or when i drink liquor i drink it on the rocks yeah that's that's pretty yeah. like everything i buy is something i can sip I, on
2: i do uh, i'm with you though i do love Watching the video every week, and I'm like, I, I listen to it and I li- look at the drink, and I'm like, oh, I have time this week, or I can, I can, you know, like, I can get to the the liquor store and and figure this thing out, or I don't. Um, but I love watching it, and I love, I think it, I hope it continues. So, anyway, BK, have yeah. you figured out honestly, what you were yeah. trying to figure out?
0: yes yeah, sorry, I had a, a stroke sorry. in the middle of that, but, um, uh, it turns out that in a five-win situation, Peter is in no matter what. So, oh, if so someone if,
2: if a five-win team gets in, it's only it's Peter. Or wait, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Only a five-win team. The Peter's the only five-win team that can, can make it. Okay, yep. that's yep. so. I mean, so that probably means that if he wins, he's so basically locked. in.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Well, so no, Peter's he's in the playoffs. He's is, not. Was there a scenario where Peter could win he,
2: and?
0: Well, he, he could lose, and then three other teams could win. Yeah. Ah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay.
2: But so Peter and Casey gotta of, be the favorites. Yeah. Um, and then there's gotta be so then what? So if we're if we're picking who we think's gonna make it, am I jumping ahead on the outline? I'm not. No, I, I think. No, this no, is where we I'm didn't. Even, uh, the only did thing I was part. gonna say
0: is for John's cocktails. I did do the ski lounge one. I don't know why he like said it. He was like a ski lounge. I was like, oh. I like skiing. That sounds like fun. Yeah. I did have to put down $50 on like a bottle of like bitters or something like that. Uh, I went to the Hy-Vee liquor store near my house and like, you know, it's like Hy-Vee. So it's like, they're just, you know, paying somebody 14 bucks an hour or whatever minimum wage is there. Person had no fucking clue what I was asking for. And she was like, John, the, the liquor manager will be here in 20 minutes if you want to wait. And I was like, I'm not waiting at the liquor (laughs) store for 20 minutes for the, liquor manager to show up and see if he has it but then i went to uh dirty's john dirty john's and they had it for 50 bucks um 50 dollars for was, bitters well it was like it's like a, a a marrow or something like that i don't know how you pronounce it Oh what and so it's like it's like a it's a huge bottle oh i thought bitters were just like yeah, a marrow yeah so it's like i mean that's it's bitters is what it is it's just like a bitter um agent for cocktails i mean it's Ski lounge thing is, it is really fucking good, but like 50 bucks for a bottle of, yeah, effectively that's the better. Like
2: I said,
1: I, I challenge John in the off season, get a budget of like 200 bucks and come up with 10 cocktails that you can make for something that you can go to the store for like 200 bucks. I'm willing to spend two, 250 so that I can, you know, make the cocktails along with John every week. Yeah. that they- I just, yeah, I don't I don't have the direction. You know, I don't have a base cabinet to start. Yeah, let alone all these other mixers.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's he's got an impressive uh, Laker cabinet. Um, yeah. Okay, so if we're predicting what we think will happen um, uh, with with the teams that are on the on the fringe, uh, I mean, it sounds like obviously. Casey and Peter have got to be favorites to get those two of the three spots, right? Mhm. Who's who's the third one in?
1: I think it's I think it comes down to the winner of Creed and Eric.
2: Which is really kind of fun that we were the two of us are playing the last week. Oh, I wish I wasn't. Oh, you know
1: what? It doesn't. Yeah, cuz it depends on what Mark does because if Eric wins and Mark wins, Mark has the head-to-head. But if Creed wins and Mark wins, Creed has the head-to-head.
2: So we're we're just we're picking who we think. So we 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 think well okay. I think I think it's safe to say. say
1: let's go. Well, let's go with like the matchups, right? So like we know the five teams. That are on the bubble. And I think let's just say Casey's in. So we got four teams. Only two of them are playing head to head. So who do we think is going to win between
2: me and Creed, Peter
1: and Alex and Mark and BK, right?
2: Those are the two. Well,
1: Peter. And then right Mark, we think Peter wins. We think Mark wins. So, so Peter it really and Arkwin, I mean, literally, it comes man, down to it Creed. Could go Martin. any way, yeah.
0: I mean, this is why I did the five way tie because the five way tie is actually, um, it, it's, it's
1: possible. I mean, I guess I don't know. So Eric, maybe I'll ask you, hmm. how confident or um, unsure are you going into this match with Creed?
2: You know, so. If I back up a little bit, my first trade with BK. <laughs> Listen, okay. I mean, we could go back to the draft. I get uh, Doug Brumfield and Aiden Robbins, and one other was it the, was that Charlie Charlie Jones was in the same Chuck Sizzle baby yeah, was in yeah, the Chuck same sizzle. same trade. Uh, Robbins and Brumfield. Neither one of them made it a game. Okay. So that was a horrific trade. Just terrible. Because neither of them have made it. Have made any impact whatsoever. Now Brumfield's supposed to play this weekend. And Robbins is questionable. So they may play this. So I've got this decision between like do I. Because J.J. McCarthy is might be the most boring quarterback um, that I've ever seen. Um <laughs> Because of Blake Corum. Um so like as as I'm going through, and uh, whew, let's let's just go to Jackson Smith to Jigba, the, the greatest wide receiver in the country, oh, who has not played God. a single freaking game. Um, so, I, and and all those guys are questionable. All those guys could play this weekend. So I'm not feeling great, to be honest. Like, um, with my quarterback situation, with my I need one more wide receiver. So. I kind of think I take the loss, um, just because there's so many questions, there's so many injuries, and I don't think, I don't think even if the injury guys come back that they're going to be playing at the top of their game. So I think I take the loss, and I miss the playoffs and win best the rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh, so in this scenario, Creed, who went tank mode, yeah, makes the playoffs yeah that hurts and and me who went by mode misses the playoffs (laughs) yeah (laughs) that hurts that hurts (laughs) but i mean
0: you you get put into a a position of easier bottle i guess um all right yeah i'd rather i I game this out a little i I game this out a little bit more um and then this was done while you were doing that nice monologue eric so so it could be Rome, but So so, so I think based on what we just said, a very likely position is uh, Casey, Peter, Eric, and Mark being at six wins, right? We can assume that Jamie is going to beat Phil Brooks. I'm sorry, Phil Brooks, if you're listening to this content an hour and a half in, and we're making this assumption now. But uh, this is what we got to do at this time to make hard decisions. We then, uh, looking at that situation, uh, Casey and Eric are in um, because they're two and one. And then it goes down to a head-to-head between Peter and Mark to decide that. Um, and Peter beat Mark. Um, so Peter is in that situation. Um, so if it's those three presumption who win, um, but if we go to the other side, if it's Creed who wins, and then Peter, Mark, and Casey are the same, um, Mark is out. And then it, it goes Casey. But then we actually get into a nice th- a three-way tie. But um, since it's a three-way tie, all those three teams make it, and we have to just figure it out by points scored for seeding. So that's going to be Mark is out, and Casey, Peter,
2: and Creed. So Mark's out in all those situ- in both those situations. Is that
1: right? Yeah, if he wins.
2: Yeah, yeah if he wins, which so,
1: is you know, okay. likely.
2: Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, I mean, I've I've talked myself into. I've talked myself into Casey and Peter and the winner of yeah. Eric and Creed making the playoffs. Yeah, that sounds... But there are scenarios where other situations... We could create other situations that happen.
2: Yeah. So, Eric, um,
1: I don't want to, you know, get too into the weeds and all the trade stuff, but, man, that's a tough beat with two of those guys getting hurt right away.
2: That's brutal. And, and... Smith
1: Najigba Jigba basically <laughs> being MIA he uh i'm waiting for him played. to announce that he's just training for the nfl draft at this that's, point
2: that's you know what that that popped up on ohio state blogs this week a lot of people were like okay guys let's be honest he could play he's choosing not to to cash in because he's already going to yeah. be one of the top wide right receivers off the board if not the top uh this is a this is a hamstring issue that's lasting way too long, and they they all think he's phoned it in, which just is freaking brutal. That was I mean that was my first pick. That was my first <laughs> pick. He didn't play all year. I mean, we
0: could turn this podcast into this, but like, I think part of what like the player pool thing is is. I want to say in the first three weeks of the season there were number one draft picks or the first draft picks for teams, the quarterbacks were hurt. And then it's like Eric's
2: besides you know, Hainer, my, Hainer who and
0: who even um mine uh, show or shoot. Uh, how Chuck do you pronounce his, how his name? Pronounce it, Chuck, I yeah. The Texas Tech quarterback. Oh, Chuck, and then, yeah. And there's somebody else. Um, I want to say that was a, so in the first you know weeks, so in the first three weeks, people were losing the quarterbacks. Like yeah, you're, that draft pick goes nowhere, um, for you, but, Eric. So, so, it's like, so
2: what was interesting though, right after the post draft, one of the things Nick was saying in the podcast was like, Eric, how did you end up with the top two wide receivers in the entire <laughs> in the entire league in, all of all of Division One? And turns out that was wrong. I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's true, but it's also not anyway about the only thing that we were right about in our post
1: draft predictions is that alex sucked (laughs) right i mean we
2: we said casey would be good i mean you know casey's still six and four but he scored the most points yeah
1: speaking Um, of uh i was having a conversation with somebody um about kind of not necessarily tanking in general but how draft pick trading is kind of affecting stuff and so you look at alex who basically went all in on last year and it didn't pan out. So this year he has like no draft picks or at least no early picks. So his team was hamstrung to begin with. Right. Obviously at the beginning of the season, you know, who knows, maybe he hit a couple of uh, lottery tickets. He did not. And his team, I, I, as far as I can tell, wasn't good enough to get any draft picks for next year. So he can't even like really tank hard enough to make next year, anything other than a a regular year. Mm -hmm. So I think this is maybe what I'm hoping is kind of the red flag for people about tanking is like Alex went all in on 2021 and it didn't work out. And that decision cost him 2022. And, you know, basically he'll, he won't even be back to square one until 2023.
2: Well, that's going to be me. I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm starting that process as well. If I don't make the playoffs, I would have gone all in and then not not have picks next year that are worth any. I mean, it depends on how the draft goes, but I'm starting that process. I'm, I'm, I'm going down Alex's road right now. I'm halfway <laughs> down.
1: Okay. And so maybe this is a great time to ask you some questions about put yourself in the headspace of you don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, and next year, you're staring at the draft and saying, who is my starting quarterback if my first pick is round four?
2: Three. I think I have three. Do I have three? A three? Maybe I have a four. I, have, I think I have a three. I'll check real but, quick. Uh, and so three, in yeah. that
1: situation, how, how do you approach – next year if you're in a similar spot where it's like hey i can give up all these draft picks and try to go all in again for this year does that maybe come into your mind at all
2: uh if so next year giving up all the picks to go all in
1: no so so next year let's say four weeks in you're yeah. three and one oh right yeah there's and no way. And now you're thinking, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get rid of all my picks in 2024 to make 2023 the year.
2: No, I think if it, you
1: don't make the playoffs this year, does it affect I think, you at all?
2: I think it probably. If I'm three and one through four weeks next year, I'm probably saying this team isn't as good as three and one. Let me just hold hold still and wait till the wait till the absolute end of the trade deadline to say in my buying or selling because I'm probably going to end up selling even though I'm three and one through four weeks, you know? I mean, it, that's the thing. Cause like, yeah, you're going through non-conference play through. Yeah. And, I guess and, and that true. things change. Once you go into conference play, your players are not yeah. as good. Um, or I mean, some better, <laughs> but you know, depends what conference you're in.
1: But uh, the other thing I was going to say is uh, when you look at kind of the evolution of our, draft pick trading Mm -hmm. it seems like you know you'll get a couple early trades whether it's like week three week four but it's like a one it's it's not a first round pick but it's like hey i want to upgrade i'll give you my 10 point wide receiver for your 13 point wide receiver and like a sixth round pick or something you know like there's people test the waters try to upgrade a little bit and that kind of helps establish a market but you look at this year and i think yours was the first like legit trade like i know there was a kicker swap for naming reasons or some shit like that
0: which i'm really angry about because one i could be the one starting the um campaign to uh to have a uh, kicker touchdowns because i gave that to peter peter apparently dropped them and then john picked them up <laughs>
1: But, um, you know, I mean, you look at, you know, your trade came through, Eric, and it was like the first movement, and it was a three-person, three-pick deal. You've immediately kind of moved a bar, like, high enough that everybody that's a seller is like, well, shit, BK was able to package three dudes for three picks, So it's kind of like, hey, I I want to get at least a first rounder, whether it's, uh, you know, legitimate or not. It seemed like kind of the market was immediately set pretty high. I don't know if you have thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it'll I'll be scarred probably for a year or so with uh, (laughs) with doing that so early, because I mean, I feel pretty good about my team. If those guys if those two guys stay healthy. But literally a game later, they're both out for the rest of the se- rest of the season. They're still out now. That was on October second. I just looked it up. So it's been a month. They both like I-, I got I probably got a quarter out of each of them, and then they've been out a month. Um, so I think that'll that'll cool my jets at least for a year to be like maybe I'll wait on that and see how my pl- team plays out. But um. But we are also talking in the pod about, like, how last year that Mark Creed trade happened even earlier. Like, the trade market started even earlier last year. And we were at the point on October 2nd, I don't, I can't look at quick what week that would have been. But where we were like, is this trade market ever going to happen? Is it ever going to get kicked off? Um, and you're right. I didn't realize it was the kind of the first trade. I mean, there what? yeah, there was one between Peter and, and uh, yeah, they're just those little ones, Peter and Alex and Alex and Casey, probably a drinking game one, whatever. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize it was the first one. It would be interesting to see like from year to year, like when did the first major trade go? Um yeah, I've, I've because, got that all here. So well, but like not not <laughs> just the first trade, but yeah, the first, historical like, the first society like is ready to go. The first like, the first, like real trade, you get you got that right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah like, so like like in twenty twenty one, does it swing back like and forth? Said, like like in politics, does it swing back and forth? Does it like does does it go really early one year and the next year really late and the next year really early and then really late? That's my cause right, that's my yeah, guess. Yeah,
1: so I, that's a great thing to think about. So let's. Uh, So when draft pick trading came in in 2014, it was 2014. Yeah, it was it was pretty novel. Or sorry, no, no, that's not draft pick trading. My bad. Um, Draft pick trading came in in 2018. So let's start our look there. So in 2018, the first impactful trade of this season happened in between weeks three and four. And it was John trading for Damon Hazelton, who would go on to score 100 points for his team. Um, but really, it's like pretty sporadic. I mean, a lot of the trades happened around week 7, week 8. So then we go to 2019, the next year. The most impactful trades happened... Basically at the deadline.
2: Hmm. So it was really late. That was
1: when, uh, you and I, Eric traded for, uh, Justin Fields. That was a big trade. And that happened, uh, week seven. Uh, let's see.
2: What about 2020? Uh, the, yeah. So we go no, to 2020 that, that now.
1: Weird. Yeah. 2020 is weird. Hardly any trades. Then 2021, the trade rape of the century happened in between
2: weeks three and four. So it kind of did go early, late, early, if you threw out 2020. And then this one was, what, between like four and five, week four and five, which is kind of moderate. Yeah, so this one,
1: yeah, yeah, all the trades happened in about a week period, and it was after week five ended.
2: Yeah, which is probably on the later end, but... um,
1: yeah, and honestly, if I look back, if you think about 2021, it almost felt like those big trades in week three were like a shock. Like everybody took a week or two to process. Mm-hmm. And and now I think everybody was like, big trade? Like now it's, it's not a what just happened. It's a, okay, let's go. And so I almost wonder if it's like the ramifications of seeing Creed, early on, went big, got these players, and won a championship. Then this year, we see you. It's it's a little bit later, so everybody's already kind of watching and waiting. You go, and you make a big trade, and now everybody's like, okay, boom, I have to, like, this is the blueprint that Creed put out there. You go get two, three superstars, and you win a title.
2: You know what, speaking of yeah, the what, what you said, the trade rape of the century, how that's played out this year... That both those teams are five and five, and they're they're both fighting for those playoff spots, and they're basically they're they're very similar teams. Like they're twenty points different in total points scored. Um, so I mean that's still tips and Creed's favor because he was the one who ba- lost the the you know the biggest this for, for this year, but like Mark Mark. Mark put together a pretty good decent team after that
1: yeah
0: and I uh, credit to Mark he has not dropped the player he picked up right it was Croppier that he picked up right yeah because yeah, he had oh, to keep the name so. yeah,
2: I mean it would have been pretty funny if he dropped him a week later <laughs> yeah. well the, the, the player's name is Cropper his team name is Croppier <laughs> okay sorry yeah <laughs> Um, and he's a he's a 67 yeah, I mean, point wide receiver it feels like
0: it's like it feels like it's like tectonic plates always moving right because it's like you're always looking back at like what did this person do to, to win a championship like what, what do I need to do to win a championship and then I know this year like maybe it was just because I was better last year but it felt like this year there was just a lot of people messaging me like asking for players like earlier in the season
2: and it was okay. Like... Here's here's another question though. Do you think like the willingness to go all in people are more willing to go all in because you can still get a bottle you you get a bother bottle if you win a championship division or best of the rest. Like if you're if you're like in my instance, if your trade flops you can still win a bottle like and you you miss the playoffs your trade absolutely flops and you get you know you get a different choice of bottle but and you don't get the glory of a championship but you still get a bottle um i don't know i wonder if that that influenced it didn't i don't it didn't consciously influence me to be like oh this if this sucks i'll still get a shot shot at best the rest but you know what i mean like there's still a well i definitely something.
1: think that's in the back of everybody's mind right i mean,
0: I mean pat alluded to that you know yeah well it's, it's interesting I, but too, i like, didn't
2: think about it nick, when we were doing that yeah so
0: but it's, it's interesting nick you're like alex traded last year he it didn't work out well he did get a bottle last year and it's his second bottle ever so 50 percent of his bottles were one probably <laughs> because of that trade and sure like not a great season this year, but if you're like looking at like, what's the trophy case of like makers Mark looking like, Hey, you know what? He filled it up a little bit last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. And you know, part of it, I want to think is, uh, I felt like talking to a lot of people, there's been, I don't want to say angst, but some sort of a emotional reaction to people tanking you know, and I think what you just said, Eric, is an important point that, you know, even if you tank, you can still win a bottle. And at the end of the day, Liquored Up is all about the bottles. Yeah. You know, so.
2: Did, Maybe, so, uh, so do you think there needs to... to be more weight or more uh, reward for a championship than there is for Best of the Rest championship? You know what I mean? Like, is there... I don't know what it looks like, you know, but, I but, honestly... but to separate those in some way, even if it's little, but I mean, like I would be interested. to signify what's a championship and what's the best of the rest, or even what's a division, you know how we got, we got, uh, the well called top shelf, like those, you, you have some distinguishing between like, Oh, well you've, those are, those are obviously different. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I just wonder if there's a way to like even slightly distinguish between each bottle one. And I know it's by choice, by who's choosing what. I think, and
1: this would be an interesting, right? But I almost wonder if maybe there's, I don't know the right way to do this, but, you know, um, if you win a championship, right, you can choose a bottle that's up to $150, Right. If you win a division, you can get up to $100. If you win, uh, you know, the best of the rest, like the max price is $50. I mean, I, I don't know what the numbers would be, but you know what I mean? Where yeah. if you win the best of the rest, you're getting a bottle, but it's like off, right? I mean, it's not. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that, uh, Brian, you're not doing a great job picking the bottles. I'm saying you're doing maybe too good of a job mm. because if. You can still get a cask finished gin, yeah. For best of the rest, maybe maybe we're looking at it wrong. I think that was a divisional one. I I get
2: what
0: you're saying there. I mean, the other side though too is I don't want to be spending fifty bucks in a junk to somebody. You know, like whether it's going to be like putting some orange juice in it and being like.
2: But but I do like um, I do like
1: you know the year that I went to. Oh, we just got the year I went to Ireland. We just got a notification. I got that that crested. Ten, which was like a hundred and sixty dollar bottle of, you know, Irish whiskey. Yeah, and you know, like I'm not saying that we need to, you know, do something like that special every year, but you know, maybe there's like one bottle that if you win the league this year, you don't get a choice; you get this bottle, yeah. and it only goes to whoever wins the championship, and it's a really nice bottle, and then everything else is maybe yeah you
0: know. raise the buy-in 10 bucks and then yeah
1: um
2: yeah i mean yeah, i'm raising nice, the buy-in i'm fine with raising so. the buy-in that sounds like a good Jeez, i was bragging about
0: inflation not hitting liquor it up and now you get folks are like
2: well i d- you, you know i, d- I just mean like distinguishing between them so that there's not so much of like oh we got yeah. we got a yeah. bunch of winners and they all get kind of the same thing so anyway that kind of got off it's on a change.
1: Every year, when you send a list of. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you send the list of the bottles, BK, I always kind of rank them in my head. Like, if I won, what would I get first? Like, if I could get second choice, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know? And then I try to compare that to, like, how they actually go off the board. And it's very rarely. I mean, obviously, everybody has. Yeah. I mean, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I mean, it's definitely. I, I think maybe every year I've done it, it's definitely the most valuable liquor I don't think is chosen by the top person which is like like I also like like if if somebody doesn't like want to drink a scotch I don't want to send somebody a scotch they're not going to drink and enjoy right right? at some point to that but but I'm just trying to think of I, I think there was like one year where like where somebody like got like fourth and i was like man we just sent this person a very nice bottle of liquor (laughs) yeah (laughs) no one chose it um but you know that's but everyone got to choose what they wanted so like yeah that is but but that is interesting right like there is like a, a a champion's bottle or something like that
2: yeah
1: well is that uh pretty much it for the playoff extravaganza
0: yeah so um here you guys go i mean we kind of did this already but i did it this way
1: uh nothing against you ep but i think i'm gonna root for creed just because i love the idea of him like selling and then falling <laughs> upwards into the playoffs somehow
2: are you are you still just uh, mad at me about the cj jacobson or richardson or whatever his name was oh
1: man <laughs> so honestly and i here let me tell you this eric the only thing, thinking about it later, I I normally get pretty heated about stuff, and it's when uh, things are unexpected. If you would have, like, given me a heads up about, about that, I think the conversation would have been way different. Which, which is specifically what
2: I told the group to Brian. I was like, this needs to say secret, because I want to surprise him. Oh, man. But, uh,
1: ugh. Uh, anyway because i at the end of the day i was like i think i would come down on your side of the argument <laughs> it's just that you <laughs> sprung it on me and man i was like you thought no one noticed you, you just kept
2: poking me you i know kept i kept Poking me i know uh all
0: right I, i'm i'm doing uh i'm doing um casey um peter and eric because charlie jones is playing purdue or playing in Iowa and he's going to get 100 points like <laughs> Eric well, see, put up scoring records this week that,
2: that's exactly why I was kind of nervous about him because I was like well Iowa's defense is great I know he's got like the little uh you know payback of wanting to beat I do well against Iowa but Iowa's defense is still very good you know
1: so dude he- it's all Jeff Brom man Jeff Brom just understands how to devastate that defense
2: i hope so um yeah i mean i think we're all in consensus that it's the same two and then it comes down to peter and creed or not peter Creed, me and creed um and i just don't think i just don't feel good about this week so i'm kind of gonna go the same way as nick but i hope i'm wrong i really hope i'm wrong I don't even know what my lineup's gonna be yet. I have a lot of decisions still to make, and I've flipped them three times already. So, JJ uh, McCarthy is playing Rutgers. So, but oh man,
0: they but might he, doesn't it, to, it, he doesn't like, he might put he doesn't put points. Throw a
2: pass. what he might not even throw a pass. Yeah, oh yeah, they may be done by half, but also he just like hands corn the ball. Like I could be a Michigan quarterback right now.
1: Um, <laughs> also, um, I just want to say uh, it feels like there's not been enough thursday or friday night games this
2: year it does you're right well I, I think
0: part of that is the thursday night game used to be so much fun and then the nfl always now has a thursday night game so i feel like the college football's kind of cleared out from um thursday night
1: yeah i just i was you know eric you were talking about not having a lineup and I so i looked at your team and i was like oh maybe he's got somebody playing friday night and he's
2: kind of got to make no nope, every everybody's saturday nope. yeah yeah, just everybody. It, feel, it feels like it's been about three or four weeks of just like all Saturday games. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because there's nothing better as a team owner or worse as an opponent than logging on Thursday to be like, "What's going on?" And your opponent's got like 46 points, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no last night? yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. That is all right we got no
0: hawaii home game this weekend, so okay uh, somebody's willing to stay up till midnight they can probably figure out who's who's in the uh, playoffs
2: all right well we got any other any other thoughts
0: um we can end it here but i might have found myself in a quid pro quo with somebody in the league so
2: is are you going to tell us about it or are you going to I think, that, I think that cut it Cut it right there. Wow. Sing along. Bye. See you I
1: hate later, guys. I'm sober in Nebraska. Clap your hands. The miles and miles of empty range. Shake my sense of time. Smoking if you got So pass up the cool
0: one. I like the pipe. Turn up the stereo. Stereo. Stereo.
1: just let me be down